Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The Opinion Line. Corks 96 FM. Luke, good morning. Good morning, PJ. How's it going? Good. Good to speak with you again. Now, I want to go through a few stories that are around there, and then we'll talk about about where we might be in 12 months' time, because we never thought we'd be here. Or at least before I start, did you think last March that we'd be here? I didn't, PJ. I thought we'd have a beat, not quite beaten. But by the autumn, we were thinking there might be something, you know. I guess we were hoping we might be able to contain it through public health measures, you know. But the trouble is, new virus began sort of catching us out in all kinds of ways, you know. But it is, it's still struggling, let's face it. But, uh, but we are getting somewhere, yeah. as I'm sure we'll discuss. But it is a little bit disappointing, isn't it? Yeah, and variants coming from all over the all world. Yeah. Like a yeah. terrible story. That place, and I, I think you're very familiar with the situation in, in is it the town, is it Manaus or Manaus in That's Brazil? Right, in Brazil, yeah, yeah. What's they, going they on there? A, well, they had a massive outbreak because they didn't use any public health measures really at all. You know, that, that would have happened here if we hadn't have been adopting all the things we adopted. You know, massive case rates, hospitals overwhelmed, huge death rates. So it was a real sort of lesson. You know, if you don't follow the instructions, you could be in a very bad place. And now they're having a second surge, and we're not quite sure why that is. Uh, one option is a new variant that might be reinfecting people. The jury's out on that, though. It may well be that... Uh, it isn't that at all, you know, but it's one to watch. We're watching all these places very closely, you know. Yeah, it's like an illustration of, of what can happen if you don't fight this. Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. What, what not to do almost is what Manos tells us, really. You've been saying in the last few days that we need to be working harder, battering down doors if needs to be to get more vaccination supplies in here. Now, the, the, the licensing of Johnson & Johnson, and that, that'll, be, that'll be coming soon. But we, the government keep telling us week in, week out, day in, day out, that we're just not getting them. We're just not getting the deliveries that we, that we had hoped for. Is there more that could be done? I think there is, Peter, to be honest. Now, the government are right in that we have contracts. The EU has contracts with the main companies, and now we're beholden to them. Delivering, and if they get delays, then there's a knock-on effect, you know. And there can be delays. Anybody in manufacturing will tell you. Sometimes the machine breaks down or their supply chain is affected, you know. So you can't really blame the government for that because they're waiting for the EU to deliver. But guess what? Hungary have done separate deals, Slovakia. I think one thing they might consider is going to the, the Russians. Yeah. The, Sput- the Sputnik V is a very safe, very efficacious vaccine. The numbers so, are really good with that. The research is really good, isn't it? Really impressive. Yeah, no, we, we, did, we, were, we were wary of it initially, Mary, Mary, but we weren't so sure because they hadn't done a phase three trial, which is not the norm, you see. But now it's been in millions of people. It's very safe, you know. And the Hungarians, who are in the EU like us, remember, 
they've just bought 200,000 doses off the Russians, yeah. you know? And isn't and there a factory in German, Germany going to start making it? There is, and one in Italy. The two factories in Europe are going to make it now. That, that will be approved pretty soon, Fiji, in Europe. Oh, will it? But the Irish government should be knocking on any door. It's all about doing a deal, let's face it, you know? Yeah. The, the, the Israelis did a spec, it's called a killer deal with Pfizer back in November and got 11 million doses in early before anybody else, you know? And like most businesses, PJ, you can do deals, you know? So I think the government might be a bit more bit more punchy, especially as we now know the vaccines are working gangbusters. Yeah. And now it's a question of time, you see, till we get as many people vaccinated as possible. What, what we get told, though, when you put that question to politicians is, well, we don't want to get into a bidding war with, with other countries. We, we've got a guaranteed supply coming from the EU. We just need to wait for it to come. It's, it's true, but there's no reason for us not to be cute in the Irish sense. It's a piece, you know, because it is literally doing deals, remember. Uh, Poland are about to buy one of the Chinese vaccines, which again is very safe and efficacious. Now, of course, the, the, you understand there's a slight reluctance in doing these things, but I'd still be exploring it. Let's say, for instance, PJ, the supply chain is further threatened for the companies we're dealing with, then we're going to be even further down the line, you know? Yeah. So there, there is a case to be a bit more smart about this, you know, yeah. maybe, maybe knock on a few doors. We, we still don't have a, a dedicated, nominated senior politician given sole responsibility for the vaccine rollout. Should we have? Definitely, yeah, because but it's, it's kind of the Taoiseach's job, interestingly, because this is mission one for every single country, you know? And, and every leader, every like Boris Johnson has played a blinder. He knocked a few heads together, I bet you, PJ, to get this. Because he knew, he knew his way out of the mess in the UK was to vaccinate widely, as did Netanyahu, by the way. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, the vaccination campaign in Israel is Netanyahu's get out of jail card because they did so badly with uh, controlling the virus. The election's coming up, you know. I mean, it, this is real world stuff in a sense. Yeah. And, but you're right, though, there should be a cabinet minister around the table whose job it is to guarantee the supply of these vaccines because it is absolutely mission one for our country. Let's look at one or two of the stories that have broken in the last 24, 48 hours, in particular in relation to AstraZeneca. And they are worrying, Luke. Now, if you look, I was listening to a, a scientific advisor last night on, on British radio and he was saying, look, we have no actual proof that this problem with blood clots has been yep. caused by the vaccine. What's happening there? Should we be worried about AstraZeneca? No, I wouldn't be. No, no. I mean, it is one to watch, let's put it that way, but leave it to the doctors, the scientists. So what happened was in Denmark, there was a batch of AstraZeneca and two people had blood clots. And sadly, one of them died. So it is quite serious. The fact that there was two made them wonder, you know, is this less than just a coincidence kind of thing, you know? But that was not seen in any other trial, you know? So it could just be bad luck, you see. Yeah. So, but, but then again, they, they've looked at that batch now. They've stopped the trial. or They've stopped using it just so they check it out. And now other countries are following suit. But that's an overreaction. This is an extremely effective vaccine, proven to be safe in tens yeah. of thousands of people. I think what happened in Denmark, hopefully, is just a bit of bad luck, you know? There is a thing in science, uh, we've discussed it many times on the program, and in relation not just to COVID-19, but other things, that correlation does not imply causation. Yeah. Explain that principle, Luke, and why it's so important right now. That's exactly right. You must have done science, did you? I did, university? actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you see, that is the key thing that people get mixed up about. Just because two, two things correlate doesn't mean that one is causing the other thing. You know. So for years, a great example, for years the tobacco industry said smoking didn't cause cancer. It just so happened that smokers were getting cancer. You know, there was, a, there was a correlation, but it wasn't causing it. And then the evidence became clear that smoking was causing cancer. You know, So it's a really important thing to, 
have in mind when you see these things happening. And that case with AstraZeneca, that could just be a correlation. They've just seen two cases and those people happen to have the vaccine. It doesn't mean the vaccine's causing it. You know, that's, that's the key part of that. Yeah, yeah. And and, and indeed, I, like they would do these kind of tests in labs be, before they release it, wouldn't they? Well, it's effect precise. on the bloodstream, it's effect on this, that and the other. Precise. That's why the, That's why the trials are so important. They're very, very careful during trials. You do a phase two, which is a few hundred people, everything's fine. You move on to phase three, thousands of people. You know, any signal at all will stop a trial. It happened, in fact, you may remember before Christmas, some of the trials stopped for a few days because there was a single case of something. That's right. They'd, they'd look at that closely and they'll know that wasn't caused by the vaccine at all, you know. But still, it's, it's, it's a good thing in a way for you that they're monitoring everything very closely. There's yeah. a really remote chance of something going on there. There's a real, you know, unlikely chance. But it's right that they should check it out, really, just, just mm. to protect us all, just in case, you know. Talk to us about Johnson & Johnson, because the European Union have now given it the green light. I think yeah. we're supposed to get something like 600,000 doses. Now, because it's a one-jab vaccination, 600,000 yeah. is, is a lot of doses. Explain, first of all, though, why everybody else needs two jabs, but Johnson & Johnson can do it in one. What's going on there? They, they tested that themselves. They decided, let's give it a go and let's give one shot and see what happens. And it may not have worked. I mean, they might have said, oh, look, we'll need a second shot. But it turns out they were able to prove that single shot gave a big response. The other people all, all played safe and went for the double shot just to be sure it would work, you know? Because there was an unknown there, I suppose. Other vaccines work as a single shot. Some work as two shots. So the other companies went for the two-shot route. But guess what, PJ? It turns out the Pfizer vaccine is actually very effective after a single shot. Yes. So that that may revert now. And they go, oh, look, we'll get away with a single shot as well, you see. So Mm. it was kind of a case of, it does sound a bit imprecise, but it was a suck-up-and-see job in a way, you know? I I read a piece in one of the papers about Johnson & Johnson that the great advantage of it was not just the fact that it's one shot, not just the fact that it can be kept in, in an ordinary fridge, uh, you don't need big yep. freezers for it, but that for for people in general good health, it's it's the game changer because it, it, it's the vaccine that they need. General good health, their protection levels will be really high. That's exactly right. Yeah, I mean, in truth, they're all very good. These vaccines, Paige. It's very hard to separate them. Every one of them, remember, gives you one hundred percent protection against severity and illness and death. They all protect against the severe end, you know? Mm. There, might, there might be slight differences with uh, preventing you getting infected at all, for instance. Yeah. And a mild disease. Where are we happen. on that science? But, but so, some, I mean, some people say get a slight infection after a vaccine, you see, but, but it never progresses, and that's fine. You know, that's yeah. good, you know? It, it turns us all into kind of people with either no disease at all or mild disease. That's the way to think of it, really, you know? Yeah. And all, all four vaccines do that. And it was a great day, PJ, because that's a really good vaccine that Johnson... See, Johnson & Johnson are in your Premier League for vaccine companies, you see. So mm-hmm. then they got massive production capacity. They can make it to beat the band. And then, of course, the other thing is they tried it in South Africa, and Brazil, and it works there as well. So that means those variants are less of a concern. So the approval is a really good day. And as you say, 600,000 of that is like 1.2 million of Pfizer because it's a single shot. You yeah. know, it's great. It and is great. That, that one could dominate, watch, eventually. That could be the one, as you say, widely used. The last thing to say, PJ, is it'll work in the developing world because you keep it in the fridge. There's no need to have really cold temperatures, you know, which is handy for those countries. Yeah, yeah. Where are we on the fact that, okay, I now won't get sick if I'm vaccinated. Where are we on, can I give it to you if you're not? Yeah, that's sort of unknown is the truth of it. We'd, we'd love to know the answer to that because if, if the vaccine stops 
spreading, then, then you're really in business because now the, the virus goes away completely, you know? And it's looking better. So we're getting data from Israel, which is where, where like 7 million people have been vaccinated by now, and the UK, and they're getting evidence that indeed it does stop spread, which is a tremendous development. But it's still a work in progress. They're still trying mm. to analyze that more. It's, it's, a, it's a funny one here. People ask me, why are such great vaccines and people still get infected? The reason is the immune system doesn't really go to your nose very much. Right. In other words, it protects your lungs, you know? Yeah. And you might get it in your nose. You, you have very few symptoms. It's like a cold. But the trouble is it's living in your nose, but then you might spread it to someone else. You see. Yeah. That, that's where that question comes in. And it's the the building of what they call, another term we've become familiar with, the building of the viral load. It's the bigger your viral load, the more infectious you are. Precisely. And, and that's why these studies, one study has shown if you're vaccinated, it'll decrease the amount of virus in your nose fourfold, which is great, because that means there's a tiny bit of virus there, you know, and that's most unlikely then to be, you know, a source of infection to someone else. So, so the news gets better on that, uh, that, that uh, transmission question. What about people who get their injection? I'm, uh, the, a few colleagues of, of a relative of mine who work in the health service, uh, they all got their vaccinations, they all got AstraZeneca um, this time last week, and they felt ropey. Yeah. Um, for about 24, 48 hours. One guy said it was like the worst hangover he'd ever had. Is that normal? It is perfectly normal, yeah. And, and in fact, AstraZeneca is giving that more than the other ones. So lots of people are saying, look, I felt rotten for a day after it. Do we know uh, these, why? Well, these, these symptoms resolve. You can take paracetamol to, to relieve them. Now, very interestingly, that might be a good thing because it means your immune system's kicking off, you see, and you get a good response, you know? Yeah. And, and that might give you longer-term protection. One thing, the other thing we don't know, Pidge, is how long will protection last? That's still a mm. question that we're looking at. A stronger response might mean you've built up a very strong immune response, and that will protect you for months and months and months, mm. you know? Might so we, just, might we though, be rolling this into, like we do with flu, might we be rolling this into an autumn program for the vulnerable going forward? We, we might, yeah, that, that'd be sensible, uh, because these variants are there, they're like flu, every winter a new variant crops up, you know, and then you vaccinate against the new one, and that, that's a possibility, yeah, and nothing to be fearful of. It'll just be the older, vulnerable people who will have the, the booster shot every winter. You can stick three or four in the one vaccine, by the way. Most people don't know the flu shot has probably three separate variants in it, you know, so mm. I suspect that'll happen with this as well. Uh, lastly, in regard to variants, um, the, the, B, the British one, the Kent one, that's here in, in high numbers, and we hear that its fatality rate, its mortality rate is, is much higher. No, the jury, again, that's one that's being examined, it certainly spreads more. Yeah. And what that means is more get infected and the total number of people getting sick goes, which is a numbers game, you know, there's more getting infected. There's no evidence it's a much more vicious virus you see but the fact that it spreads more means more cases so therefore we've got to observe the, the measures even more I mean one lesson there for you is remember the distancing and the mask wearing stops that one spreading just as much as the other ones yes. you know? so we, we've got to keep up with all the public health measures while that one's around and that's where I wanted to finish uh, Luke is that look we're a year in and I hopefully and I know you share the same hope hopefully this time next year we'll be talking about what it was what yeah. coronavirus was not is um, but it's so important to, to hang in there, wait for your vaccine, but do what you need to do while you're waiting. It's really important because the famous analogy, you don't want to be the last man shot on the, the armistice day kind of thing, you know. So, so it's really important because there's still lots of people not vaccinated. That's the key thing to remember. So there's still a risk of you catching it and giving it to someone else who's vulnerable, you know. So we have to maintain the same boring guidelines that we're all sick to death of, but, but we'd be mad not to because we're getting close now. 
And, and, and a great piece of news, PJ, was, which is worth telling people, the US now have issued guidelines of the, what's called the vaccine bonus. What can you do when you're vaccinated? Yes. And they're allowing two people who've been vaccinated to meet up just like the good old days. No masks, no, no worries about you can hug each other and everything, you know. So therefore, you could go and visit someone in a nursing home if you've been vaccinated yourself. Yes, and well, act, I think that's coming normally. in, isn't it? Yeah. Act, no, but this is acting normally. No need to be, uh, you know, two metres apart. No need to have masks on or nothing, you know. So we're seeing now the guidance coming out as to what the vaccine brings us. And it is moving back towards a normal situation. It'll be baby steps because we don't want to make aims of it. You know, just, just keep it steady until we get to a certain level of vaccination. And then you'll really see things changing. Watch, it'll really begin to go back to what it used to be. Okay, well, here's hoping that this time next year we can have another conversation about how it used to be and how we're all back to to some kind of normal. Thank you so much for your input across the last 12 months to the Opinion Line, Professor Luke O'Neill. Thanks, PJ. Cork's 96FM. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.